Wir wollen mit Kufi und Tät Hamut Beisen, Kufi Chof Hamut Aleph, The Suicide Bomber, Hamut Nafshi im Klichtim. So we often look at the, at the suicide bomber, whom we've become tragically too familiar with in the last, the last few decades, and we wonder about it. And it's just so, so difficult to understand that a person would do that, that, that parents would allow their children to do that. Okay, you have hatred, but, but to, to that degree, to give up your own life in the, in the process of executing on, on your hatred. And yet there's something of the suicide bomber in each of us. It's not, so, it's not such a distant thing as we, as we think it is. So we have a, a, a mitzvah in the Torah, You're not permitted to hate your friend in your heart. And there's discussion. The Chinuch says that means But if you, if you talk to him about it, if, if it's hidden in your heart and you smile at him and you're polite to him, that's the Isra. But if you talk to him, if you tell him what's on your mind, then that's, that's not the Isra. Um, And, and some learns, the, the Maharal learns that Bilvovecho is having that hatred in your heart is the terrible thing. Uh, be, because hatred, it's, um, uh, there's an American writer and actor, Malachi McCourt. He's an old man today, but he famously said that hating somebody else is like drinking poison in the hope that the other person will die. It, it does more harm to you than it does to anybody else. It does no harm to anybody. You hate somebody else, you resent somebody else, you bear a grudge against somebody else. It has no negative effect on them. The only person it's destroying is you. And that's Lotisnaitachicha Bilvavecha. It's in your heart. Why do you want the Fadrus? Why do you want the heart attack? Because of it. And the, uh, uh, the, the Gemara says, the Reishis Chokhmet talks. I've told you that the Reishis Chokhmet is a safer that talks to me every morning before the Shir. Uh, the Regis Chochme is a, a sofa written by the Talmud of Rabbi Moshe Kodavira. Rabbi Moshe Kodavira had many Talmudim in Tzfat. The Ari was one of his Talmudim, uh, and the Regis Chochme was one of his Talmudim. Um, and Rabbi Moshe Kodavira was a Talmud of Rishoma Alkabet. He was the Rebbe of Rabbi Moshe Kodavira and, and the Beis Yosef, the Mechaber of the Shulchan Aruch. It was an incredible time in Tzfat. Um, and the Regis Chochme is Kabbalah from a Musa perspective. It's not, the Ari is Kabbalah, pure Kabbalah. Um, and, and the Vilnagon says that the Ari's Kabbalah starts where Moshe Kodavira ends. He kind of takes it much further. So it's very difficult to access the, the, the Kabbalah of the Ari, but the Kabbalah of, of, uh, of the Reishis Chochmah, Moshe Kodavira himself, through Sforim, like the term Edvoro, is also, it's Kabbalah through a, a Musa lens. Uh, or it's Musa through a Kabbalah lens. It's probably more what it is. The Rosh Hashanah also is Musa through a Kabbalah lens. <laughs> and just in the piece that I happen to be learning at the moment, this is uh, the time, just, just, just fortuitously so it happens, this is the time to be thinking about the Churban Beis Hamikdash. Uh, avon sinat chinam Yerushalayim, he says in Shar Anova Perik Dalet. Uh, as the Gemara says, it's because of sinas chinam that the, the Yerushalayim was destroyed. Usmach ledavad, this is his own chidush, Eicha yashva badad ha'ir. The opening of Eicho, if you look at the Rosh Tevis, is Rosh Tevis Eva. That is the, the Rosh Tevis of hatred. Tisha B'Av is about the consequences of a nation that has hatred in its heart. Just as an individual has hatred in, a, in his heart, damages his heart, so a nation who has hatred at, in its heart damages its heart, which was the Beis Amikdash, which is Yerushalayim. That's Sinas 
And it's interesting, people assume the opposite of sinat chinam is avat chinam. Love people just for nothing, just, just unconditional love. But that's really a Christian idea. We don't really believe in unconditional love. Uh, love is conditional. Even Hashem loves us conditionally. We're supposed to do certain things to preserve His love. And there are times we see in the Torah where Hashem gets angry uh, and does things not out of love. The, the unconditional love is not really a Torah idea. And uh, my brother, Rebbe suggests that the um, opposite of sinat chinam is sin, sinah alma, to, to hate somebody for something that one should hate people for. To just love everybody unconditionally is not love. It just means you're a spineless individual who, who has no capacity for hatred. The idea of ava, I have the capacity for hatred, but I choose to love. That, that's, that's very different. We have to have the capacity for evil and to dominate that capacity with doing, with doing right and doing good. And the Reishis Chochmah brings as well, the Rambam Paschans, even though Sinas Chinam is such a terrible sin, you have to hate Roshoyim. Now we know that, that, that today it's very difficult to find a true Rosha, because a Rosha means somebody who knows it all. And uh, like my father used to say, a man who, who claimed, to him, he said, you know, Rabbi, I don't believe in God. I'm an Apicurus. And my father looked at him, I'll never forget, with a, with a comical face. And he said, you, an Apicurus? You're just an Amoritz. An Apicurus has to be a Talmud Chochem. To be an Apicurus, you've got to know Shas. And then you, do, then, you dis, then you reject Hashem. That's an Apicurus. You're just an Amoritz, not an Apicurus. So the... Um, so we don't really have real apikosim today. It's difficult. The Chazanish talks about it. It's difficult to classify somebody as a rasha. But, but theoretically, people who undermine the Jewish people, people who knowingly and willingly undermine the Torah and undermine the Jewish people and undermine faith in Hashem, those people, chayava dam Hashem, you've got to hate them. Just as you have to love Sadiqim, you have to hate Rishoyim. Shinemar, hello, Masanech Hashem is not. David Amir says very clearly, those who hate you, I hate. So it's not that Jews don't have hatred in their heart. Absolutely, we have hatred in our heart. We hate people who hate Hashem. We hate people who undermine the, the Torah and Am Yisrael. But we choose to love people who are not, who are not like that. Um, and, and, and so that's the other side of, of, of hatred. And we see that in Shimshon. In Perik Zion of Shoftim, they, uh, the Plishtim finally catch Shimshon. He's lost his strength. He's lost his Siyat Edishmaya because he followed his eyes uh, and they married uh, Delilah and so on. And they catch Shimshon and they imprison him. They chain him and they bring him in front of the nation, thousands of people to mock him, to laugh at him, to have him act for them and play. They all came to watch the Shimshon show. And Shimshon said, let me die with the Plishtim. And Shimshon pushes aside the pillars, you know, the story, the construction falls, the building falls on the, on the offices of the Plishtim and on, on thousands of people who were there. And he, he killed more people through his death than he killed in his life. There's the first suicide bomber that he destroyed, in destroying this building and blowing this building up, so to say, it's exactly what he did. He blew the building up. But he had to blow himself up in the process. And he said, I'm willing to do that. There you've got an example of such hatred that I'm willing to die in the process of bringing them down. 
but that's hating Rishoyim. That's exactly the piece of the second part of what the Rishis Chochmah says. Vayidu echav achol beit aviv vayizuoto vayalu vayikbruoto ben ben sorao ven eshtao, and they take him and they bury him between sora and eshtao. If you turn off at at Shari Gai and you drive towards Beit Shemesh, you'll find Eshtaol on the right-hand side. Um, Or if you go and have a glass of wine on the patio of the Flam Winery, you'll be looking at Eshtaol. And if you travel a little bit further down that road on the right-hand side, a little bit further um, southwest, you'll have Tzorah. And between Torah and Eshtol, exactly there, there is the kever of Shimshon. Until today, there is the tomb of, of, of Shimshon. The kever Manoach Aviv, that's where Manoach, his father, was buried. Gushafatit Israel Israel Shana. And he judged Israel for 20 years. And Chazal say, 20 years after his death, because the Plishtim feared Israel for 20 years after the, his death, because they saw how Kedushat Israel can bring about inhuman strength. How the sanctity of the Jewish people, because Shimshon was a tzaddik at the end of the day. He did something wrong and he did tshuva for it. Um, but, but Shimshon was a tzaddik and they saw how the righteousness of the Jewish people can bring about such physical power and strength that for 20 years afterwards they feared the Jewish people. Um, so, so this idea of tamut nafshim plishtim is Shimshon taking hatred and using it constructively against the enemies of Hashem and the enemies of the Jewish people. But but the idea of Tamut Nafshi and Plishtin can also be used in a, in a very negative fashion. So we have the, the Gemara in Sanhedrin, there's a sugya there that deals with Korach and with Eshet Korach. As bad as Korach was, his wife was worse. The wife of Korach said to him, see what Moshe did. He's the king and he made his brother the the uh, the Kohen Godel. That wasn't Korach's own thinking. She implanted that thinking into Korach's mind. And his nephews, he made the deputy Kohanim. If somebody gives truma, he says, ah, oh, that's for the Kohanim. And if you guys get Maeser as Levim, Omar, Havu Chadme Asor Kohen. He says, one tenth of your Maeser has to go to the Kohen. As you'll see in Rashi, he says that, um, she, she says to him, and look how he disgraces you, he shaves your hair, which is one of the dinim of the, of the Levim, and he treats you, there's no other way to, to translate, if you see in Rashi, he treats you like S-H-I-T. That's what he does. He saw how, you, how attractive you are. He saw how attractive you are, so he said, shave off your head. So that you shouldn't look as attractive. Omalas Korach says, He did it to himself as well. Aaron Akoyan also went through the same process. He didn't do anything to me that he doesn't do to his own family. You don't understand, Moshe, he says. Since it's all for his own grandeur, so she precedes Shimshon with that very, with that very phrase, so to say. Uh, he he took the same view as as, uh, as Shimshon later on. Uh, I don't mind suffering degradation if you'll be degraded in the process. So here we have this idea of tamut nafshim plishtin. Let my let my let me die together with the plishtim. The suicide bombing emotionally. Sometimes I don't mind disgracing myself if in the process my enemy will also be disgraced. That's what Sino does. And in, your, in, our, in our sugya on Tafkuf Yutet and Kufchof, we've got this idea taken in, into halacha. 
In the Mishnah and Davkufyu test, we've got Shteyevamot, Zumer Meit Bali, Vizumer Meit Bali, a very interesting situation. So you've got two brothers married to two Yevamot. The two brothers die. Uh, and each gives evidence that their husband died. So there's, there's no Yevamab, there's nobody to do Yibum. Now we believe a woman, as we've learned, to say, my husband died. So each one says, my husband died, we believe, but we don't believe a woman to say, your Yabam died. Your, your, your Yabam died. In other words, what we worry because of the hatred we had that last, in last period, that the Yavama, so there's a woman who's married to Reuven. She gives evidence that Reuven has died. Fine, so she's allowed to remarry. But what about if there's a Yavama around? Shimon also died. So now the wife, Mrs. Shimon, is supposed to have Yibun with Reuven. But Reuven's widow says that Reuven's no longer alive. We don't believe her. Because Yevamot hate each other. She doesn't want her husband marrying the, her sister-in-law. So she will give evidence that her husband is dead so that her sister-in-law will go and marry somebody else and then he, she can never marry him again. That's, that's done. She, that, that way she protects her husband from ever being a Yabam to her sister-in-law. So we suspect the uh, Yevamot, when they give when they give evidence that the man has died, if it was just she that was implicated, we would believe her and let her remarry. But since it also implicates her Yevama, her sister-in-law, we don't believe her for that. Uh, and Rabbi Loza says, once they're allowed to re remarry, there's a case in the mission that talks about the, there are another two brothers, so they're not allowed to marry these brothers because we don't believe that these brothers are dead. Uh, but, but they are allowed to marry other brothers about whom we don't have those evidence that are actually alive. Once they've married other brothers, if those brothers die, they can marry anybody, says Rabbi Elozo. And the Gemara goes on, and says Rabbi Elozo, explaining Rabbi Elozo, I hold that a tzara is allowed to give evidence for her sister-in-law. I'm not worried about this thing that she might lie to get her sister-in-law into trouble. Even if she has not been allowed to remarry, I will allow her to remarry because I believe them. But according to you, that if we've allowed her to remarry, we'll allow the tsara, we'll allow the other girl to get to get married as well. You can't believe her for her own marriage and not believe her for the sister-in-law. Because she's not going to land up being an Eshetish. If she gives evidence that her husband has died and therefore is not available to do Yibum to her sister-in-law, she now goes and remarries and then the husband turns out to be alive. She's not going to want to be in that situation. She won't do that to herself. Yes, you might mistrust her with respect to the, to the sister-in-law, that in order to get the sister-in-law off the back of her husband, she will give evidence that her husband is dead. But she wouldn't do so at her own expense and make herself an Eshet Ish for Rabbonin. So what did the Rabbonin answer? She, there are cases where she'll say, I don't care becoming an Eshetish. I don't care the consequences. All I want to make sure is that this girl doesn't marry my husband. And for that, I'm willing to bring myself down at the same time. So even halachically, we see the, the concept there. So briefly, the idea of, of, of Sina is something so so undermining. And the fact that we would do it, and it seems so, so I understand in the case of Shimshon when he uses it to hate, hate Rishayim. But that even in a case of sisters-in-law, even in a case where Korach's wife claims that Moshe and Aaron were doing that, what is, do normal people think that way? The answer is yes, because in any event, when we do anything against another person, any Ben Adam Lechavero, aren't we damaging our own souls? 
isn't there consequence of that? We're doing any Avera, and if it's an Avera, but say, I understand if it's Taiva, I want to eat Trev, so I eat Trev. So at least I've satisfied my Taiva. I've satisfied my craving. And I've damaged my Neshama, but I've satisfied my craving. But to do something against another person, to talk Loshon Hora, what have I satisfied? I've damaged my own Neshama. But why did I do it? Because if I'll bring myself down with him. That element of self-sabotage is in every Ben Odom Lechaveru. Whenever we damage another person, we're damaging ourselves at the same time. So why do we do it? Tamut nafshiim plishtim. Because there's something weirdly wired into us that will rather see our own downfall as long as the other person comes down than not to see that, not to see that at all. And we need to understand that in people when we're working with people and we're trying to understand people. We need to understand that there's something so powerful to bring other people down. It makes an insecure person feel better if he brings other people down. And that bringing other people down is even if I come down with them. That's how powerful the desire is to bring other people down. And we just have to be aware of it and see it where it is and understand it. And in our own selves, be very careful to protect against that and make sure that we don't risk our own lives, our own happiness, our own neshomas by being resentful and, and, and hating towards other human beings.